Thank you for downloading Three Idgits in a Pod. We just have a quick announcement before we get started. Supernatural is a show that often deals with sensitive topics in a less than sensitive way. Please check the show notes for episode-specific content warnings if this is concerning to you. Again, thanks for listening and enjoy the show. And thank you for downloading this episode of Three Idiots in a Pod, a sibling supernatural rewatch podcast. I am a host, Margaret Downs. I'm host, Patricia Downs. And I'm another host, Bridget Downs. And today we're going to be talking about Season 3, Episode 10, Dream a Little Dream of Me. But first, how are we doing? Pretty good. I didn't do a whole lot today. Uh, I went to work. Did I? And, uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, at the college. Um, did my union job. Not extremely exciting during summer either because yeah. there's not a whole lot going on at the college during summer. Is it air conditioned at least? Yes. Which it's, is very nice. And it's, and it's in the basement. It's in the basement. Which is even cooler. It's very cool. It, physically, it's not cool. It's, <laughs> it's, cool. Cool. it's, it's actually a little spooky. <laughs> it's a little spooky in the basement sometimes. Um, all alone by myself. We had some excitement. Oh, really? At work the other day. <laughs> so every month we have to do a fire drill. Okay. For safety. Yes. The, the other day, we had this uh, fire drill that was not a planned fire drill. Right. It was a, the fire alarm got tripped by not fire. Um, there was some, like, construction happening. That, say, were, that, these, that, were these preschoolers smoking weed in the bathrooms? <laughs> <laughs> the, um, the, there was some construction happening, and it did something to the electrical system, oh. which, like, I don't know if there was, like, a, like a power surge or what, but something happened... And the fire alarm got tripped during nap time. <laughs> and we had just got, like, the, the room I was doing nap time for, we'd just gotten everyone to sleep. Ten kids. Ten three-year-olds. Oh, boy. And they wake up to the fire alarm. That's the thing they didn't wake up. Oh, no! <laughs> they slept through the beginning they of it. They were dead. They, no. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't wake up. <laughs> they, they slept right through it. They, I had to go around shaking them to get them awake. One kid did not wake up. I had to carry her. Oh, that's so funny. Like, like com- completely dead weight limp. One of my coworkers was in there helping me to try to, like, shake them awake, get them on their feet, send them to the door to go outside. We go, like, back through the playground out to the little wooded area away from the building. And none of the, like, I was shocked. None of them woke up screaming. Yeah, that's what none I of them thought. freaked out. Even after like we'd woken them up and sent them to the door, none of them started screaming. They were holding their blankies or their little <laughs> stuffed animals. Well, I guess we're doing this now. <laughs> I think they thought it was a dream. They like <laughs> zombie walked the whole like the whole way and just and like not really staying in line. So they kind of wandering off a little bit, <laughs> veering. Yeah, because like I don't think they were really awake. <laughs> like I mean, that I, was like, we're all collectively having the same dream. Yeah. Oh, you were there, and you were there. And that was, like, when Mom had to wake me up twice for the... Or all of us up twice for the hotel. Well, yeah, when oh, the hotel fire alarm. That was awful. But, like, I didn't feel... Like, I was like, oh, okay. And then... I was pretty... It, it pretty... It sucked. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, like... I was like, okay, I guess this is happening. But, like, I don't... At, in the moment, like, I... Of course I remember it, but, like, like, it didn't, it kind of felt like a dream, and I was like, okay, I get, yep, we're up. And by the time we were in the hallway, I was like, oh, wait, oh, shoot, yeah, this was a fire drill. And then, <laughs> and then we got back into bed, I'm like, oh, great, now I gotta fall back asleep again. 
And then the fire alarms happened. And the second time, I was like, okay, I think this is... <laughs> I think I know what's going on yeah. here. <laughs> so we got everybody outside. And then usually, because this was not a planned... Like, if it's a planned one, the teachers know. Yep. Or at least some of the teachers know. Usually, I'm not told. Because <laughs> no one tells me anything. <laughs> and I'm just as surprised as the kids. But then they're like, well, you know it was a fire drill today. And I'm like, I... Who was supposed to tell me that? Where was the memo? <laughs> not said to me. But usually, everyone was just is really calm about it. Because this was not a planned one, none of the teachers knew what was going on. And my boss was, like, kind of freaking out. <laughs> What's the procedure? <laughs> and usually, like, uh, so the nearest fire department to us is a volunteer fire department. So what's supposed to happen when our alarm actually goes off? is it automatically sends a call to the nearest fire department. And then we would hear, like, like when the the volunteer fire department gets a call, it sends up the, the siren that summons the local firefighters. Right. They summon the firefighters. This, we didn't hear the siren. Like, it's like an air raid siren sound. Okay. We didn't hear it. So we're like, what's going on? And it took, like, some, like, it, it took some time for us to, to figure out that the call had not been automatically sent. Oh, no. So we had to call 911 <laughs> because we can't turn the alarm off. The fire department has to do it. Oh, boy. So, and also it's raining. So <laughs> we're, That's so, we're, so we, we've got a bunch of, like a bunch of sleepy kids. We're sitting under a tree to avoid the rain. We're all getting eaten by mosquitoes <laughs> and we didn't get back inside for like, like by the time we figured out that like that the fire department wasn't coming, we needed to call them. And then there was some like, some confusion because we're like, well, it should have automatically, like the, the alarm's going off, it should have automatically sent. There was like a, li- a little bit of the feel of like, well, you must be mistaken. We don't see it on the board. <laughs> kind of, kind of, <laughs> kind of vibe. But your alarm must not be going off. Impossible. My latest intelligence map shows there are no enemy units in your sector. You are not being shelled, young man. Not, it was not extreme. It was a little bit like that. But right. then, then we hear the sirens summoning the firefighters, but it's a volunteer fire department in the middle of the day during a work week. The volunteer firefighters have real jobs. Like, yeah. so they've got to, there's got to be availability. So it could take 15, 20 minutes for the fire department to show up from a volunteer fire department with those circumstances. By the time we got back inside, it had been like 45 minutes. So oh boy. Those kids did not go back to sleep. No. And casualty, I had a bug bite on my finger. It's right there. Yeah. It really itches. I'm sorry. And swollen. <laughs> also, I got one on my leg that's pretty swollen, too, and it is itchy. But the one on my finger is really itchy. <laughs> I woke up, had some breakfast, we watched some... Dad and I have been watching the Great British Baking Show. Mm-hmm. But we watched some more of that. And then we went on a bike ride to go find a geocache, which... Uh, the first one we went to find worked out. Second one we went to find, uh, had been stolen. Uh, so it wasn't really great. And by the time we got to the second one, my head was really hurting. And it was so hot out that I was like, like, uh, he was like, do you want me to like leave you here and go get the car? And I'm like, we're so far away from home. I don't know if that's better than just, like, pushing through it and just biking all the way back home. So I, you know, stuck with it, and we biked back the way we came and stopped by Chapter 1 and got drinks, and then we biked 
home. Then I finished my laundry, and then I took a nap. I have an end of the episode whenever we want to drink. Oh, yeah, because... Okay, we can go. Do you want want to switch over to the episode? So speaking of not waking up and having bad dreams, (laughs) (laughs) let's jump into Season 3, Episode 10, Dream a Little Dream of Me. Our writers, two writers today, Catherine Humphreys and Sarah Gamble. Ah, uh, great. We, of course, know Sarah Gamble. Uh-huh. Catherine Humphreys sounds familiar. She wrote The Usual Suspects. Oh. Uh, yeah. I just remember that one. I don't know why. Um, she, it's something else, too. Uh, well, very up and down yeah, with yeah. Catherine Humphreys. Co-wrote uh, Dead Man's Blood. Right. Which you really liked. Wrote The Usual Suspects, which we, we really didn't. didn't. Like. <laughs> wrote Born Under a Bad Sign. Okay. Which so, had some good had parts. Some good parts. Had some really gross had parts. Some gross parts, but it's like how much of that was writing? A lot. How much of it was directing? A lot. So that's a team effort yeah. there. But wrote uh, bedtime stories. Okay, which we liked. That was a fairy tale one, right? Right. Yeah. Although it felt like it needed another pass. Yeah. Because there were some weird loose threads. Mm-hmm. But clever. Yes. Yeah, cleverly written. Cleverly written. And um, of course, Sarah Gramble has been with us since the beginning and has consistently... Let us down. <laughs> Her episodes are complicated. Yeah. I think she has real writing talent. Yes. She's but, she al- but she always uses that talent for evil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, likes to, she likes to get her finger in you there. You have a talent! But you use it for evil. <laughs> she likes to get her finger in there and be like, you just gotta put a little little sparkle of bad racism and homophobia and gross sexual assault stuff. Yeah. Um, and she's like, <laughs> I've just and just mm, most recently uh, we've seen her. She wrote Fresh Blood. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She also wrote The Kids Are All Right. Which was the changelings and oh, they yeah. all disappear because yeah. the mama died. Yeah. Um I think when she when it's oh, yeah, when she's doing weird. like monster lore, that's not her strength. That was yeah. the weird like little kid little kid Dean being the ladies man. Yeah. That was the weirdness too. Which is like straight people pushing on like gross sexual things onto children. You yeah. Know? Um, and then being like, being like, why do the gays push their their agenda? Yeah, their and their all their personality onto children. It's like, no, you see, you <laughs> some gays, yeah, and you'll see. So, and our director today is Steve Boyum, uh, who we know from Crossroad Blues. Okay, uh, directed Crossroad Blues. Okay, which I thought I think was yeah, I think we thought was pretty well directed. Yeah, Hellhounds. Yeah, yeah. We're back to the weird one. We do air date. Oh, um, this aired February seventh, two thousand eight. We are coming to the end of the writer's strike. Okay, but we're still in the material that was pre-written. Right, we're close to Valentine's Day. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So we open with a quote, the quote that was used earlier. Yeah, about and, Dad's legacy, and that that means we have to carry out his legacy, and that means hunting down as many evil sons of bitches. Yeah, we're not going to raise hell. We're going to hunt down as many as we can. Mm-hmm. And care about not John's just like legacy. look, Dad's gone now. We have to carry out as like we don't care about that. We don't. We, don't we have it all this, this whole season. season. So they want us to. Hey, remember Lisa? Lisa was a person. Yeah. Remember Lisa? Dean's old flame. He sort of rekindled, but couldn't have a life with because of his hunter life, and also he's dying. 
<laughs> and also he's a sad boy who's and also, dying. And also he's sad. And then, of course, remember Bella, our occult thief friend who is a problem. Remember Dean's demon deal. Remember Bobby's out of character. Ain't yeah. gonna find an answer in no book. <laughs> like, <laughs> nerd. Like, Bobby. Uh, Bobby. So you would say. Sam, remember Sam's mindset is he's trying to save Dean, but he's frustrated that Dean doesn't appear to be helping him in any way and doesn't seem interested in saving himself. And he's concerned for Dean. And Dean has learned that all demons were once human. This is what's going to happen to him. And there's no way to save him. Yeah. So we're in a great mental spot coming into this episode. (laughs) And then we have now. Now (laughs) is the interior of a dark and spooky house. And Bobby is wandering around with a flashlight. And my first thought was, oh no, Bobby, a spooky thing is happening to you. (laughs) You're in a spooky place. Bobby, you're in a spooky place. Leave. Get out of there, Bobby. Get out of there, Bobby. (laughs) You know it's spooky or not. You know you should get out of there. You know it's a spooky. Get out of the spooky place. (laughs) (laughs) He is looking through the house, goes to the kitchen, looks around, and gets jumped by a screaming woman. It's hard. To, it's like at first, it's really hard to see what's going on. Yeah, he gets, it's he gets pushed to the floor. And they're screaming. There's very someone sh- gets stabbed. Also, very shaky cam. The apples on the table are not real. Those are fake apples. <laughs> Probably. Probably. They I are like that you picked that up. You caught that. They are but also, too like, shiny. it could have been the filter they were using. Right. No, but they but are. They are like too shiny and too plastic looking. <laughs> They're, yeah, and I caught those the second I looked at them, and I was like, those aren't real. That's a bowl of fake apples. <laughs> None of this part is real. Well, yeah. But in, in a dream, you'd probably want to at least make some real apples. Maybe he's dreaming about fake fruit. <laughs> That's his real nightmare. His real nightmare is he takes a bite out of wax fruit. And he's like, I, I thought it was real. <laughs> it's wax. It's foam. It's oh, yeah, styrofoam, <laughs> styrofoam fruit. fruit. Do we have any more of those limes that are <laughs> rolling around the house for was it, years? Wasn't Brynn, like, dying Every around? Every cat we've ever had we has, had has knocked the limes so over and, and knocked them all over the place. I think we've lost most of them, but I don't yeah. know if any survived. <laughs> so, yeah, someone gets stabbed. There's a stabby someone. Yeah. And uh, we flash to Bobby asleep in a bed. Uh, we are in a motel room, and the room service comes in, sees him asleep in the bed, and is like, oh. Is that room? Or I was going to say housekeeping. Is that the same thing? Oh, yeah. No, yeah. Housekeeping. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, <laughs> just no, picturing the rooms of no. this guy from What's Up? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Setting up no. the Good evening. Where do you want it, ma'am? Where do I want what? Roast beef on rye. Mustard on top. I don't want food. Room 1716, right? Well, I'll just set it up over here. Room service is not right. It's housekeeping. Housekeeping comes in, sees him asleep, and is like, oh, sorry, didn't mean mean to disturb you, and starts to leave. But it's one of those doors. It's an old-fashioned motel room, so it's got the actual keys. Yeah. So she's jiggling, trying to get the key out of the lock. So it takes a second, and she notices that Bobby in the bed has not stirred at all. So she like is like, sir, sir, <laughs> sir are you okay? Goes over to him. She's like, wake up. <laughs> he's he's not moving. Chrissy, he's not like visibly breathing. Chrissy, wake up. <laughs> what? You not you not heard that on TikTok? No. Um, Chrissy, wake up. I don't like this. 
Crazy, wake up! Mm, and nope. wake up, then wake up, then wake up, wake up, Chrissy. I don't like this. I know Chrissy, it. I know the get out of bed, bitch, wake up. <laughs> Gotta get out of bed, bitch, wake up. <laughs> it's, I don't know that it's a guy in a silk bathrobe who's like making beats and uh, he's got like, headphones on and he's like on TikTok. Yeah, he's like, get out of bed, bitch, wake up. <laughs> it's not Tom Cardi, is it? No, I love Tom Cardi. <laughs> <but laughs> It's, it's that energy a little bit, but, like, a little bit more, like, manic and, like, frantic. So the housekeeping lady goes over to Bobby's bed and is louder, like, Sir, wake up! <laughs> and, like, starts shaking him because he's not responding. We see flashes of Bobby in this struggle with this woman, this screaming woman. The housekeeping woman is like, wake up, sir, sir, wake up! Just shaking him, and she's like, help, I need help in here! And then we go to... Clouds. Strange clouds. So we come into... I didn't write down what song was playing. It is a recognizable song. Uh, the Doobie Brothers' Long Train. That running. song is playing in the bar where Sam sits sadly holding some whiskey. Drinking I, alone. It was so hard to focus during the scene because I was jamming out to the song because I... That's funny. I unironically love the Doobie Brothers. <laughs> Sam is sitting in a relatively empty bar in the middle of the day. There is a couple sit- sitting at the bar. The lady, probably like a middle-aged woman with like dyed, dyed, dyed kind of red hair. I didn't have any specific thoughts about her. I thought she looked normal. She, yeah, she, she did. Look, looks she looks like like a normal blue collar couple of people. Yeah. Her shirt did say cougar. <laughs> oh, I didn't oh, see. Okay, but also. That also seems normal for this type of bar that this is being set up. So, yeah, sure. Just like a local dive kind of a place. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's the, like the middle of the day. So relatively empty. Just There's just a couple people around. And Sam is sitting in the middle of the bar, just, just looking out. at his whiskey. Very sad. Dean walks in and he's like, there you are. What are you doing? And Sam's like, having a drink. And uh, Dean's like, it's 2 p.m. You're drinking whiskey. And Sam's like, I drink whiskey all the time. He's like, Dean's like, no, you don't. <laughs> and Sam is like, you get so you get sloppy in bars. You hit on chicks. Why can't I? And then Dean looks over to the very normal looking woman and with the pinkish reddish hair, and he goes, Slim Pickens. I think, I think it's because she is the only woman in the bar, and she was like, in the and first like, shot, she was laughing, like she's. A normal middle-aged looking woman. Yeah, yeah. She's there with someone. Maybe it's right? because she has dyed hair. Like, Maybe. I don't know. She just seems like a normal middle-aged blue-collar looking woman. Yeah, and he's like and being judgmental and weird. He's being judgmental, but also, like, there's, there's, it's, th- this bar is not, you know, crawling with. Yeah, with hot women. Hot women. It, there, there's, there's like there, there is like a, a one woman, a single normal who also woman. looks like she's with somebody. Yeah. yeah. So maybe that's what he meant. But also he was being I, judgmental. He's, he's being written certainly to be judgmental. Yeah. Dean's like, "What's going on with you?" And Sam just kind of shakes his head and he goes, "I tried. I tried to save you." Dean sits down and orders a whiskey, double neat. <laughs> and uh, Sam's like, "I'm serious." And Dean's like, "No, you're drunk." Sam is very sad about that. He, that he hasn't saved Dean yet. That he doesn't know how he's going to stop Dean from going to hell. And now he's starting to think Ruby can't stop it. And he's frustrated. <laughs> and Dean's like, oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and he's frustrated that Dean is not helping. Yeah. Well, I mean. He's like, oh, how do you care so little about yourself? What's wrong with you? Which is exactly what you want to be saying yeah. to a suicidal person. Yeah. 
What's, what's wrong, wrong with you? you? Why don't you Why care you about yourself? So little about yourself. What's wrong? Do you like with think you? you're worthless or something? Yeah, like what's up with <laughs> you, bro? Dean's phone rings, getting him out of this <laughs> this conversation. Um, ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. <laughs> what? Why banana phone? I mean, I know that sound, but. That feels like that was old. <laughs> Why are we going there? <laughs> um, because because this is a phone call of doom. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Dean goes. Dean is like, "Hello, yes, this is Mr. Snyderson." She's like, "What? Where? When? Wow! How? What? When? What?" So we see the Impala vroom through the night to a hospital, where we see Bobby unconscious in a hospital bed as the boys are talking to a doctor. The doctor is being a typically unhelpful TV yeah. doctor. He's yes. like, I don't know. It's like, we have tried everything. He seems healthy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He seems healthy. I don't know. Which I wish that we could leave all of our doctor shit in there. I know. Because be like, well, I don't know what's wrong. I don't know what's wrong with him. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe he should get off his period. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, or lo- like lose weight. Lose some maybe weight. Maybe he should like stop your menstrual cycle. Stop being so stressed out. Just stop being Just stressed. Don't be stressed. Depressed. Maybe. He Are if, you depressed? <laughs> maybe if he were, wasn't so stressed, he wouldn't be in a coma. So Just it's not. What do, what do you want me to say? Yeah. Like, what do you want me to do about it? I, we've tested for everything. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> what does that mean, doctor? We've tested for everything. That's, That's Everything's a lot of things. First of so all, what? that hospital bill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a single MRI. <laughs> yeah. Also, like doing actual tests for everything when like they also just bill you for things that they haven't done. Right. Like, <laughs> right. So we've we've tested for everything. We've done all of the tests we can think they of. They did like a whole they did took like a whole bunch of blood samples. Maybe yeah, so but we did like a whole, a whole blood workup. Could say that, but also we tested for everything. everything. Oh, that's did very you, dramatic, like, Doctor. Every, we tested everything? for monkeypox. I we did, tested right? for Ebola. We tested <laughs> for the plague. <laughs> like, but he's in a coma. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, we I tested. Don't know. We tested to see if he had a broken leg. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. We <laughs> X-rays of his whole body, and he's fine. <laughs> He's so healthy. Yeah. Like he's in a coma. <laughs> what, did they take X-rays of his whole body, or did they just pick up limbs and drop them and see if, <laughs> see if they seemed okay? <laughs> that one's a little. Do that one again. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Wait, let's try it again. <laughs> just drop his leg. <laughs> Not broken. Don't fix so. Well, if you keep doing it. Over and over again, it might be broken eventually. <laughs> <laughs> we can bill him for it. Yeah! Uh, the doctor says that Dean is his emergency contact. Is there anything we should know, like other illnesses? Dean is like, he never gets sick. Except for that peanut allergy. <laughs> <laughs> Except for he's allergic to shellfish and peanut butter and, and penicillin. <laughs> <laughs> that would be nice to know, right? Like, any allergies to medication? <laughs> Sam asks if there's anything they can do. And the doctor says that they don't know what's causing it, so they don't know how to treat it. I mean, there are procedures for comas. Even if you don't know what's causing it, there are 
There are things you can do. There are, like, there are coma procedures. Yeah, he's just like, ah, we don't know what to do. Like, no, like there are, there are, like, there are, like, we can't do, uh, we can do nothing. <laughs> Actually, we're gonna unplug him today, so <laughs> we have nothing to do here. And there are medications that can be used to attempt to bring someone out of a coma. Yeah. <laughs> he's just like, we don't know how to treat it. Like, we're not gonna, we're not gonna try either. No, we're just gonna let him sleep there until he dies. <laughs> <laughs> or wakes up, I guess. Or, or wakes up. <laughs> we're in the motel. We're supposed to, are we in, like, Sam and Dean just have a room at the same motel? Or are no, we this in is Bobby's room? room. Okay. Sam is like, what was Bobby doing in Pittsburgh? So they've told are us. Are we in Pittsburgh We are right in, now? yes, we, this, this is. Okay. So, I mean, the hospital would also be in Pittsburgh because this what is where his body was found. What yeah. state is Pittsburgh in Pennsylvania? Yeah, that's what I thought. Sam asks if he was working a job. Um, Dean's like, you'd think it'd be a sign, though, of, like, hit that job. And they're searching the drawers. Uh, Dean's like, you know, research, news clippings, anything. The room is completely clean. But Sam <laughs> opens the closet. And he finds, like, a serial killer board. He pushes aside the clothes, and the wall is covered in research. Well, it's more like a collage. Yeah. It's m- a lot of botanical information. I think he's just, like, found a new hobby. He's making collages with flower prints and things. Yeah. Sam asks if Dean knows anything about this shit. And uh, Dean takes a diagram of a plant. Says Celine Cavensis. Celine Dion. He's like, ah, I have no idea what that means. Uh, Sam is like, hey, there's an obit. Dr. Walter Greck, a university neurologist. I'm like, a neurodigest. That's what it says. <laughs> um, Dean asks how he died, and Sam's like, well, they, they don't actually know. He just went to sleep and didn't wake up. I'm like, oh. oh. Okay, okay. Um, and Sam's like, so let's say Bobby's researching this Dr. Greg and hunting something. Dean's like, Something that started hunting him. You stay here, do the like look at this research. I'm gonna go look into Dr. Greg. So we're in a we open a door into a lab office 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 of a doctor. And we see boxes um, and files and a table, yeah, boxes a desk and of lab notes. And the way that you the rhythm you had started to go with you're like boxes and boxes and <laughs> that only makes me think of um the Grinch yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> boxes and boxes no no it's yeah, like yeah, boxes and bags and yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> Christmas from coming um the boxes are labeled Dr. Walter Gregg um, University of Westmoreland. Two first names. Which which sounds like a... a it it sounds like a made-up place, but also... Who knows? It could, could be. Could very well be a place. There's, that's the type... Like, like, that's a very... That seems to me like a very England name. <laughs> yeah. Westmoreland. Yeah. More than Moreland, please. Westmoreland, or whatever, or whatever. Yeah. But it's like, and to the west there is more land. <laughs> <laughs> to the east there is less land, and, and so therefore Westland, and 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 so therefore West to the west there is more land. Westmoreland, Westmoreland, is usually how that those na- sorts of names come to be. <laughs> That's really funny. Which is why there's like, and or or there's like a mistranslation or something, which is why there's like a billion. River Avons in England. Oh, okay. Avon means river. That's really funny. Uh-huh. And there's a river be, because like the the I think it was the Romans who were coming. Yes. The, the locals were like, "What's this river called?" And they're like, "Avon." And they're like, 
write that down. <laughs> <laughs> this is the River Avon. It's like, ah, what is this? this? A river. <laughs> um, it is still, this one is a river oh, as this, well. This oh, one, oh, 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 also? Also. <laughs> also Avon? Okay. Okay. Uh, so, we got boxes. Boxes. Um, and Dean is talking to, he asks if uh, this, this woman is uh, was Dr. Greg's lab assistant. She says yes. And he asks if the death was a shock. Uh, and she's like, yeah, but still dying peacefully in your sleep. Like, that's the way to go. And I'll get a shot. <laughs> what? Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, but then, uh, we yeah. the, the, then, it, then we get Dean's reaction shot. Yeah. Cause he's like, yep. He's, he's looking down the barrel of that not being the case. Yep. Yeah. Um, he asks, uh, if the doctor studied sleep disorders, dreams, the lab assistant is like, I don't understand. Like, I did this all with another detective. And Dean's like, oh, you already spoke to a detective. Uh, she said, yes, like a nice older man with a beard. I'm busy. Can we do this later? And, uh, he's like, sure. I'll just bring you down to the station later. We'll get a statement on tape. All official. She's kind of breaks down or she, she's like, look, I don't know about Dr. Greg's experiments, um, until I was cleaning out his files. And Dean's like, the, the experiments on, um, on sleep, sleeping. <laughs> Finish the sentence for do, me. Do, do complete my sentence. <laughs> we'll say it together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she says that, like, nobody knew uh, that she already spoke with a lawyer and that he said that she can't be held liable for anything. And um, mm-hmm. Dean's like, yeah, well, you, you couldn't, except for the new evidence that's that come to before light. before the new evidence came to light. And she's like, what? He's like, I, I, I can't tell you. I'm, <laughs> I'm not, not I'm at not liberty to say. Not at liberty to say. She's like, like that. That's a make a persuasion. Yeah, check, the right? way that he yeah. says it, he's like, I'm, I'm not he, at liberty he, to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and his charisma this, this usually does not go well for him. No, but she's like, look, I'm just a grad student, and this gig covers tuition. I'm like, wow. First of all, I mean, yes, like working while you're a grad student, like you have to, and you generally have to work like at the institution that you right. work, go to school at, but covering your whole tuition. So it depends on the field. Okay. Um, it depends on the field. If Cause I've are, heard of like getting a full ride, but then being able to, or like them to saying you have to work for us. Yes. Um, yeah, which th- little... that's, that's probably more what this means. Okay. Is, is like, it's not, is like oh, don't... she's getting so much money from this job that it covers tuition. No, I'm like, no, oh, it's boy. probably, you don't, don't have to pay tuition. <laughs> it's, it's probably, you don't have to pay tuition if you work for us. Yeah. Okay. And then you might get a small stipend on top of that. Yeah. Which won't even cover like groceries and gas. No. And then you're like, you're like not supposed to work yeah, other you're not places. Supposed to work outside of the school. Which like, which is like, like how do I live? How do I pay rent? Yeah. You're independently wealthy is what that is. It must be. <laughs> or your parents are. Yeah. Does that mean that you could just like, you could secret get a job and try not to have them know? But I do you do. Well, so I, you are independently wealthy. Your parents aren't. Your spouse is putting you through. Yeah. Is So you're, you know, you're married or you're, you know, living with a partner who is taking care of like the house bills or whatever. Right. And you are contributing this very small stipend you have to get like groceries or whatever. Or you live like in a car and don't have to pay for Or that. Or you yeah, or you are homeless. And don't have to pay for <laughs> um, bills. You know? There are so there are still bills if you live in a car. Yeah. Like, you still have to pay for your car insurance and your registration and for gas. If it's a stolen car. 
yes. <laughs> own car and you're a grad student. <laughs> and uh, at this point, we are off the rails, <laughs> racking up some bigger problems. Um, also, um, living in your car, you can't always like uh, count on, d- depending on where you are, reliable parking overnight. Uh-huh. Certainly for like more than like a night or two in a row, you have to move. So that, then there's like that sort of instability on top of, um, and like there are people who do it, obviously, you know, people experiencing homelessness. Um, but then there's like the influencer level who, you know, the influencers who are gentrifying homelessness. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, and like, it's one thing if you are, you know, you have a remote work, you know, work from home job, which ties into your lifestyle as like an extreme mountain biker. Right. So, like, having an apartment does not help you. <laughs> there are people like that whose job is, like, extreme mountain biking. Living in a van makes sense then. Mm-hmm. Or if you, like, you know, work, like, a rotation of seasonal, like, national park jobs or, right. you know, something like that. Being a grad student, that's really hard yeah. to to have that kind of instability. Dean is like, well, still, this could this could go on your permanent record unless you hand over the doctor's research right now. All of it. Um, how did he get her to do that? Like, um, what do you mean? How did he get her to do it? He's threatening her. I think just that. I think threatening to. Okay, because like I guess she just rolled lower than him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She she didn't. Her insight is shitty. Apparently, um, shitty insight, and she's like frustrated. She's like, I'm just a grad student. This yeah. is too much. I didn't I'm ask for this. Out. I didn't ask for my boss to die. I didn't ask for this. <laughs> So our next scene is at a dorm room. Dean shows up as the Pittsburgh City Police Department detective plant. Stoner guy answers the door and is look. He's like, "Look, I don't know what the RA said, but I was growing ferns." <laughs> <laughs> Dean says, "Take it easy, fish. Uh, not why I'm here." And he's, he's like, like, "Really? <laughs> okay, okay, good. Okay, good, good then. <laughs> Those uh, aren't ferns." <laughs> and <laughs> um. Dean says that he wants to talk about Dr. Greg's sleep study. And we don't learn this kid's name. No. Not yet. Not yet. I was like, is his name Fish? <laughs> At this point. <laughs> um, so we just, so kid, this kid, uh, is like, oh, Dr. Greg just died, right? Okay. You're, you little... know more than you're letting on, but. It's like, um, cool. Dean's like, you were one of his test subjects? Uh, and the kid's like, yeah. And he gets out. He's got a mini fridge. He takes out two beers and hands one to Dean. He's like, unless you're like on duty or whatever. <laughs> he's like, oh, no. And he's like, I guess I, guess I can make an exception. <laughs> he <laughs> takes the, the and drinks. And he's like, he has like a, ah, yeah, yeah. kind of like hits a spot. And uh, spice. Why is it spicy? <laughs> Dean says uh, Dr. Greg was testing treatments for a charco Wilbrand syndrome. He's like, which which means... And the kid is like, oh, I can't dream. Um, he said that he had a bike accident when he was a kid, banged his head up real good, and couldn't dream until the study. Whenever... Now, whenever I think of people saying that they bonked their head, I just think of they got a lump, and then someone had to bonk it again, and then the lump went back in, and then they're all good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's how it works, you know? Works. Yeah, cartoon logic. Yeah. yeah. Um, Dean asks what he, what the doctor gave him, and the kid says, yellow tea, it smelled awful, tasted worse. 
It was piss. <laughs> it was actually just piss, and he pranked you really hard. He's like, you just got pranked. <laughs> Dr. Greg. Oh, oh, Dr. Oh, Greg. Dr. Greg. You Always pranking. <laughs> Why you give me cat piss, doctor? <laughs> Steaming. <laughs> Thought it was tea. <laughs> Um, the kid says that he passed out, had the most vivid, super intense dream, like a bad acid trip, you know? He's like, and Dean's yeah. like, oh, totally. I mean, no, I mean, no, I, no, I, I do not I, know I do, what that is. I don't do What drugs. is acid? <laughs> what? I'm a police officer. I'm, I'm, a, I'm an officer of the law. <laughs> the kid says that he dropped out of the study after that, that he didn't like it. Uh, he says, the tr- for the truth, it scared me. Back at the hospital, Bobby is still out, and Dean is sitting there watching him. <laughs> Sam enters. Enter Sam. <laughs> Sam's been doing some research into the all the botanical information that was on uh, Bobby's serial killer wall. Um, he comes up with African dream root. Uh, yeah, so we have some dubious... We have some lore. It's like a... It's not like a thing thing, but like, it's like a real thing, did right? You, did you look it up? I looked it up very briefly. Yeah, so it is a cultural thing okay. in uh, parts of South Africa, I believe. The Josa X-H-O-S-A people. Sam says, it's, he says it's been used by shaman and medicine men for centuries. Vague and kind of appropriative language. The Josa people um, use the plant to induce lucid dreams. Okay. Okay. At least it wasn't like just completely made up. Yeah. Or like, oh yeah, it's a it's a it's it's a dream dream root from Africa. <laughs> <laughs> it's meadowsweet, actually. Yeah. Right. Uh, Again, <laughs> because meadowsweet <laughs> has like <laughs> a, a lot of properties and is super rare and, and it smells really good. It, it's, it is supposed to smell good, <laughs> but it's but because super of that rare. because of that it's it's super expensive. And Sam says that uh, the lore is that. Um, it's used for dreamwalking, entering other people's dreams. This is, this is made up. I'm dubious about that. Okay. Yeah, Dean's like, and we believe the legends, right? Uh, Sam, the lore. Sam's like, when don't we? Uh, and I'm like, sometimes, uh, sometimes you don't. Sometimes you do not. Sometimes you're a little like... Sometimes there's some lore that you don't believe in. Yeah. Dean does say something here. Dean says, let me guess... They dose up, bust out the didgeridoos. Yeah, yeah, I heard. Yeah, and start kicking around the hacky, hacky sack. Yeah. yeah, as in like, as in just stoners. stoner culture. Stoner culture. I wasn't aware didgeridoos were part of stoner culture. I think they are. They like, were, like, like, in, like, like, a weird, like, appropriative way. Like, like, oh, and oh, maybe like uh, hallucinogenic trance music I, or something. Maybe I didn't even know that. I maybe they were just yeah an instrument. Oh, they are. Oh, I yeah, they are, but. Aren't they? Aust- they're Australian. They're yeah. Australian. Yeah, I which is not African. My brain no. thought hacky sacks were Australian too. I don't know where hacky sacks come from originally. As far as I'm aware, California. But yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. when I'm not, I'm not sure. Sacks, I just think of what's his name from Community. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what I'm picturing when I think of hacky sacks. What I can't remember what they made from the front of his nipples for was oh, that they were just tiny. I think yeah, he had his little nipples. Yeah, had really tiny nipples. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Sam says like that's the tip of the iceberg. It's serious enough to take, or it's serious taken up, and with enough practice, you become a regular Freddy Krueger. This this is made up. Yeah. And Dean's like ah, so killing people in their sleep. I for- see. I haven't seen Nightmare, Nightmare on Elm Street. Street. I have not either. But. 
so I I don't really He can't see you in your dreams and okay. he kills you. Okay. <laughs> I just know that there's a scene where a girl's in a bathtub and then there's like a claw, Freddy Krueger's hand claw. Oh. That comes up in between her legs oh. in the bathtub and he's like, ooh and she's like, ah So uh Sam's like, let's say the doctor was testing this stuff on his patients Tim Leary style. Which I did not look up. Tim Leary was a well-known psychologist in like the '60s, and he became known. He used to, he did work at Harvard and was okay. part of a study on um, psychedelics. Oh. Okay, and was a big fan of psychedelics and their potential, the potential for psychedelic usage. And became like a figurehead in the '60s counterculture involving the use of like LSD and psilocybin. And as part of his research at Harvard, before he was fired from Harvard, <laughs> and had to like he got in he got in a ton of trouble with the law. I think he had to flee the country at one point. Oh my God. Allen Ginsberg was a fan of his. Okay, Allen Kind of wild. Kind of wild guy. Uh, a seri- there were a series of experiments where he was testing psychedelics on prisoners, I believe. Great. But also, encur- he was also taking <laughs> the psychedelics <laughs> and was also encouraging his lab assistants to take psychedelics. <laughs> wow. Like so They just make you feel really good. So people were, like, questioning the validity of his scientific pursuits. Yeah. Like, let's all just get high. Because, because everyone was just doing drugs. <laughs> and this this was, like, a time, like, bef- this was kind of before the public, like, like the, these studies were kind of, like, before the public really had had an idea of what of what psychedelics were, but but before like they you know had spread out to the public, and a lot of the American public in particular became aware of psychedelics through this through like the scandal he was involved in at Harvard. Wild guy. He has a very long Wikipedia page. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dean's like somebody gets pissed, gives him a little dream visit, and he dies. Uh, Sam's like, but what about Bobby then? If the killer came after him, how come he's still alive? Dean's like, I don't know. And we zoom into Bobby's dream. Bobby is bracing a rattling door as a woman screams. He's calling out for help. Somebody help me, help me. And the camera pulls back. He was like in an enclosed space, like in a closet, but then the camera pulls back and he's in this really long stretched out hallway. He's got like three scratches on his face. Um, he's propping thing like a suitcase. Uh, he's got like a broomstick. Uh, he puts his back to the door. Help me, somebody help me! And we see that long haul stretch before him. Back to sleeping Bobby in the hospital. In the hospital, the boys have a walk and talk. They're like, you know, it could be anyone who knew the doctor who had access to the dream stuff. Could have been one of his subjects, but like looking at the research, it's really sketchy. They don't know how many subjects there were or exactly who they are. And Sam gives a really dramatic sigh here, like, (gasps) (sighs) (laughs) in any other case, we'd be calling Bobby. And he's like, Night Bob. You're right. Let's go talk to him. Sam's like, What? (laughs) And Dean's like, Yeah, we're gonna trip on some dream root. And Sam is like, you want to wa- dream walk into Bobby's head? Like, you have no idea what's in there. And Dean's like, it's Bobby. How bad could it be? And like, Sam's uh, like, bad. He's like, but it's Bobby, though. 
like, uh, bad. It could be very bad. He is, he's an adult hunter. Yeah. It could be really bad. Anything in there. It could be terrible. It's like growing into Grunkle Stan's brain. Patricia still hasn't seen that. I haven't Gravity seen Falls. that. Don't do that. I was I was thinking about Gravity Falls a lot this episode. Oh, okay. They have a problem though. African Dreamer is really hard to get. Or uh, it's, it sounds like oh we we don't have any like what we do you know any we don't know anywhere to get it we don't know anyone who has it and Dean's like ah crap Bella and seems like Bella <laughs> Sam is in the motel and here's a knock at the door he answers in like a looks. And kind of, like, turns his back to the door and lets it open way, like, ugh. And he's like, it's, and see, we see it's Bella. And he's like, I didn't think you'd show. And uh, she goes, well, I'm just full of surprises. The truth, I'm here because of you. And she's wearing this, like, beige trench coat. Yeah. And <laughs> she, like, undoes the belt of her coat, and it drops to the floor, and she's in lingerie. <laughs> <Nice>. and then... <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, whoa, whoa! He's not interested, all right? And Sam is like, what are you doing? And Bella's like, I can't stop thinking about you. And pulls him in for a kiss. I'm, this whole scene, I was like, uh, what? No! Yeah. No. It's like, what is happening? What is happening? What is happening? He's like, are you sure? And then throws her onto the bed, and there's some sexy time, and they're making out. And, and she's, she's like, moaning. Sam, Sam, Sam! And then we hear Dean go, Sam! <laughs> Wake up! <laughs> It just made me think of Donkey on... Donkey! Donkey! Wake up! Ah! Da-da! <laughs> Shrek! When it's... The and suddenly... Suddenly Jane's face goes, Sam! <laughs> and he's like, ah! So, so before we leave this dream sequence, I did like that Sam asked, are you sure? Mm-hmm. Yep. That was a little consent check-in. Yeah. It was. It was cute. We never get that in television. Yeah. No. That I did like that. Yeah. Very confused and not really no, and then, into the scene as a whole. Yeah. But it was cute. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, we should have that more. What? Sexy times? No, the, are you sure? Yes. Like, hey, please use consent. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be like in any awkward way, just like no, in just, a cute just, just like that. Like like, hey, are you sure? Yeah. Just Yeah, just check just, in. Just check in. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. Agree with a bit. We can get back to this mission. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Dean wakes Sam, and Sam is asleep on the table. Like he's got, he's sitting in a chair, got his arms on the table, head on his arms, and there's, and there's just a pool of drool, there's a lot of drool <laughs> on his hands and the desk and everything. And, and he like, sits up and does the thing where you touch, you t- 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 touch his face. He's like, oh, like, oh, yeah, what's, oh that's on, wet. what's on me? That's oh, wet. that's me. That's me. <laughs> I'm, I'm wet. It's the drool monster. <laughs> I'm the one that weighed the wet. <laughs> Dean says, dude, you are out. He's like, you're making some serious happy noises. Who are you dreaming about? And Sam's like, what? Mm-hmm. No, no, what? Nothing. You don't usually, you don't ask someone, like. You don't, do you ask a brother? No. Is that something that dudes do? The bros do? No. Hey, bro, tell me about your sex dream. I know you were having a sex dream. I know you had a sex dream. I'm going to bring it up and not just to make fun of you for it. I'm going to ask you about it. Can we talk about it? Like, Yo, can brothers? We, <laughs> no, can we talk about it? <laughs> a hot Gross. Hot um, they do a little dumb... You think about Angelina Jolie? No. Think about Brad Pitt? No. But no. the thing was, he was, like, looking kind of serious. Like, you think about Brad Pitt? And Sam's no. like, what? 
Uh, no. 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 I mean, maybe I mean, not, not right I mean, now, but no. not, not in this moment. No. <laughs> he goes, it doesn't matter. Dean is like, whatever. Uh, called Bella. And Sam is like, Bella? Bella? Yeah. Uh, what, uh, what, what did, what did she, you know, um, say? She, uh, she's, go- she's, 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 she's gonna help, help us. <laughs> and Dean is like, yeah. He's like, well, no. no. He's like, no, back to square one. Um, going through the doctor's notes. Dean is like, so you're gonna come help me with this stuff? And Sam looks down at his dick. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, uh, yeah, g- give me a sec. And then there's a knock at the door. And Dean opens the door the way that Sam did in his dream, where he kind of, like, looks and turns his back to the door as he opens it. And it's like, it's Bella. And uh, Bella walks in wearing a black trench coat. And Dean is like, Bella, as I live and breathe. She's like, you called me. <laughs> Bitch, you called me. He's like, you turned me down, though. And she's like, well, I'm just full of surprises. And Sam is like, um, uh, she, said the, she said the thing. And um, then Sam is like, uh, hey, hey. <laughs> the way he he kind of, like, puts up a finger and he's like, hey, Bella, what's going on? <laughs> Very awkwardly. And um, Bella says that she brought the African dream root. Nasty stuff. Not easy to come by. Bella takes off her coat. And Sam gulps, and she is fully clothed. He's like, of course, he almost she would looks be. relieved. He's like, oh, thank goodness, right? But like, also because it would be like, is she doing that in front of Dean and me? Like, if if there was gonna be a, was she doing that for Dean? Was she gonna do that for me? No, uh, for both of us? No, <laughs> no, because that's not how people behave. Uh, Bella asks, like, what? I can't do a little favor for you guys now and again. And Dean's like, no. Mm-hmm. Um, what strings are there before you attach them? She says, like, well, this was for Bobby Singer, right? I'm doing it for him. He saved my life once in Flagstaff. And Sam kind of nods and shrugs, like, okay. And, like, Dean looks at him, like, do we believe her? <laughs> and uh, Bella's like, I screwed up and he saved me, okay? So when do we do this? <laughs> and Dean's like, not you. I don't trust you. Not you! I don't even know you! So Dean puts the dream root jar into the safe in the closet? Yes, in the there motel a, room. There's a wall safe in the closet. Also, this is like a nicer motel room yeah. than, they've, than they've been in sometimes. Yeah. This is like a f- like fancier place. It's it's not, it's still old enough to have like a real physical key. Yeah. But it is, but it, is it does nicer. seem to be better kept than a lot of the places they stay. Um, when Dean opens the safe, we get we do see the Colt. Yes. I'm sitting there. And uh, then he closes it and spins a lock. And I'm like, Bella will remember this. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. um, it's a good shot. Like, it's, it, you know, the audience can see it, but Bella can see it, too. Yep. She uh, makes note of that. And she's like, it's 2 a.m. Where am I supposed to go? And uh, Dean's like, get a room. This is a motel. Get a room. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, he does say, like, that there are magic fingers here and Casa Erotica on pay-per-view. And she kind of storms out after that. And what I love magic. <laughs> yeah, he's like, like, what's wrong with the magic fingers? I love magic fingers. It's like that was a genuine recommendation. <laughs> Casa Erotica and magic fingers is great. <laughs> it's a good evening in. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know what your problem is. And as she leaves, Sam goes, "Nice, nice to seeing you, Bella." And Dean blinks and looks at Sam like, "What was that?" <laughs> uh, we are in the motel room after some amount of time has passed. Dean and well, Sam brings over uh, two mugs of. Kind of well, looks, looks like tea. Kind of looks like chai, the chai tea that Auntie Shell would make. Oh, kind of. Um, yeah. it, 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 it's yellow. It's yellow, though. And, but then there's like a foam on top. Yeah. yeah. I just like to imagine that it was the chai stuff. Right. I have a feeling it did not smell or taste like chai. I want to <laughs> think it smelled like chai. Yes. 
<laughs> it's it's cat piss put through a Keurig. <laughs> Great. Is it true? It's true. Through a filter through a soda stream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's exploding. <laughs> <laughs> Making these marks like help me. Carbonated piss. Help me. <laughs> Ethan's like. <laughs> they did that. I I've seen okay. the clips. It's like get them. <laughs> That's what happened off screen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> trying to make this beverage. They're like, like get the paper down. <laughs> like we've got to brew it like this way. But what if we also put it through the soda stream? <laughs> mistake. Mistake. A mistake. Uh, so Sam sits on one of the beds, Dean is on the other bed, and uh, he's Dean is like, and Sam hands the mug to Dean, and he takes his, and uh, Dean is like, should we uh, dim the lights and watch Wizard of Oz and Dark Side of the Moon together? Sam's like, why? <laughs> <laughs> and Dean's like, what did you do in college? And Dean goes to take a drink. And Sam's like, whoa, 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 wait, can't forget this. And sprinkles something in the drink. Can't forget the hair. He's like, it's Bobby's hair. And Dean's like, Bobby's hair! (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck are we doing with Bobby's hair? He doesn't have that much left. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta conserve it. (laughs) Save that. Um, (laughs) Sam is like, that's how you control his dream you enter. And then they drink the tea. And it it goes, it does not go down smooth. That wouldn't go down, you know? It would just, it would just stick in the back of your throat. And then you're like, (laughs) (laughs) Um, it's like trying to swallow. Did you ever, when you were a kid, like bite your nails and then try to swallow them? No. No. I mean, I wouldn't try to. I would accidentally swallow them sometimes. Well, I thought, I thought it was gross to leave them on the floor. So you thought it was okay to eat them? You just thought that was better? That was a better option? Yeah. So I was like, well, I I might as well, like, try to, you know, eat them and then dispose of them them and then (laughs) poop them out later. But, you know, they they didn't really go down. So I was like, well, just get stuck in the back of your throat and be scratchy. So I was like, I guess I'll just throw them out. (laughs) Oh, my God. Dean is like, feel anything? Sam is like, "Uh, nope. You? Dean's like, nope. Maybe it's bad shit. And uh, Sam looks out the window, and he's like, wait, when did it start raining? And we hear rain. And then they stand up, and Dean goes to the window and opens the blinds, and the curtains, and he's like, when did it start raining upside down? They're in the upside down. <laughs> they turn around. He turns around, and the room is different. S- Supernatural created the upside down. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Stranger Things. Uh copied Supernatural? No. I don't think so in this case. Not in this one instance. Everything comes from Supernatural. Everything does come from Supernatural. (laughs) Not in this case. (laughs) So it's like a living room, very filtered. Uh, Like, that we see it, it's it's like a weird filter on the camera. Grayish brown. Yeah. And bluish. <laughs> uh, Dean is like, what's weirder that we're in Bobby's head or he's dreaming of better homes and gardens? Because it's like a nice house. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sam's like, wait, 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 imagine it without the paint job, cluttered, dusty, books everywhere. And Dean's like, it's and Bobby's just a house. whole other room. <laughs> and, and, and it's just, it's not this place. It's just actually not this place at all. <laughs> Think of a different house. Um, a different house than we're standing in right now. And then Dean kind of whispers, yells, they keep on doing this. They keep on being like, yeah. And then there's like point of view, like shot through the window in the front door. 
watching like Sam and Sam sees it and look like sees whatever this is like or like notices that there's something out there like he he gets he looks through the the window and the door and he, then he's like Bobby Bobby <laughs> he tells Dean that he's gonna go look outside and Dean's like no stay close like what are you doing we can't separate and Sam's like I'll be fine just look in here we got we gotta find him uh, Dean's like don't do anything stupid so Sam goes to out the front door and it's bright sunshine. It's like vibrant colors. It's super filtered. Like it's it's a different filter. It's um more blue. Yeah. And And, oversaturation. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Instagram filter saturation like one hundred percent. Yeah. And there's like a white fence, a nice car out in the on the road, rows of flowers and a walkway going up uh to the house, and the door slams and locks behind Sam. He pounds on the door and the window, shouting for Dean. Dean doesn't hear him. But Sam can see Dean through the window, so it's not like he's in a completely different place. Right. So he's kind of like, well, I guess if Dean's in there, he's he's safe. (laughs) It's nice out here. I guess I'll stay out here. Just going to wander around a little bit. Yeah, just going to wander like I usually do. (laughs) (laughs) Just like my dad. Just wander. It's a family trait. No. (laughs) Just wander from place to place. Dean goes into the kitchen... With the fake apples. With <laughs> the fake apples. They um, look and he finds, he goes to a closed door, and the door has, like, scratches on the outside. He yells for Bobby, and we hear Bobby's muffled voice from behind the door ask, who's out there? Dean? And then he opens the door, and his Bobby's eyes are, like, darting back and forth. He's, like, peeking around corners, and he asks, like, Dean, like, how the hell did you find me? And Dean says that he and Sam did some dream root. And Bobby's like, what? He's, he's not, like... He's not connecting the dots, like, not computing this. And Dean is like, you know, Dr. Greg, the experiments? And Bobby's like, what? No, like, hurry, she's coming. Dean's like, you do know this is a dream, right? This isn't real. And Bobby's like, does that look made up? And he points behind Dean. And there is a woman approaching in a white nightgown dress, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like usual. Um, with Didn't like, even make that connection. With, like, stab wounds in her chest. The closet door closes and locks behind them. And Dean asks, who is that? And Bobby says, she's my wife. And he's, like, tearful. Yeah. <laughs> Not appropriate. No. No. <laughs> tearful Borat. <laughs> my wife. <laughs> so we see a little uh, shot of Sam and Dean's bodies asleep. And we visit to Sam being outside. He's wandering. <laughs> He's just looking around. What else does he do? Yeah, he just looks around outside. Like, huh? His, look at that. Look at that. Would you look at that? Just like, la, 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 What's that? Uh, head empty. Uh, what? Something. No, that's No, that's head, head empty. Head, head empty. <laughs> yeah. So inside, we see Bobby's wife. She's like, why did you do this to me? And, 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 and she is, um, she's a young woman. Yeah. She's not Bobby's age. So, like, we don't know how long ago yeah. this was his wife, but probably a fair amount of time ago. Bobby uh, says that he would rather die than hurt her, and he, she's like, yeah, but you did hurt me. You shoved that knife into me. Ten times. Yep. <laughs> uh, she says, you watched me bleed and die. 
And Dean is like, she is not real. Bobby says, you were possessed. You were rabid. I didn't know what I know now. I didn't know how to save you. Bobby's wife says, you're lying. You wanted me dead. If you loved me, you would have found a way. And he just says, I'm sorry. And Dean pulls Bobby into the living room and closes the kitchen doors. Our next scene, we see Sam wandering (laughs) through the yard. Past some laundry. I wit. I don't know which, pa- like paranormal movie. I, I don't know if it's like one of the paranormal movies, or or like one of those haunted house movies. I don't remember which one it is. Um. Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Like th- there, there is. It's uh, some white people move into a house and it's haunted. Oh right. You I know. think it's The Conjuring. Uh, and th- there's the the wife is doing laundry outside. And hanging sheets up on a clothesline, and one of the sheets comes loose from the clothespins. But it stops, completely like, wrapped around an invisible figure. Oh. Which then vanishes, and the sheet falls. Yeah, and that's, that's the all I can think about during the scene as Sam's walking past all these sheets on this clothesline. But, like... like there's gotta be a ghost! But, but, like, the thing about that scene is it's like, oh, it's kind of spooky, but also, just looking at the footage of that is like, the ghost was sneaking up on her. Oof! <laughs> <laughs> Got <laughs> covered in a sheet. And then it's like, you can see the outline. It's like, never mind! <laughs> <laughs> was that The Conjuring? Yes. I haven't seen The Conjuring but I've seen someone's, like... Uh, analysis. Analysis of The Conjuring, or, like, it was, I think it was them, like, watching The Conjuring and, like, talking about it. Um, it's not a movie I'd really want to see. I've heard it's pretty spooky, and I've heard people say that it's pretty good, but from them watching it, it doesn't really look that good. Sam is walking past the laundry, and the, like, sheet kind of flutters, and we see it reveals... The guy, the kid, the stoner kid from before in the dorm. He's got a baseball bat. He's got bat. a baseball bat. And he rears back and hits Sam with the bat. And we see Sam react in his sleep. Sam falls down. He's like, ah, who are you? And this guy says, who are you? You and me? No, not you. You. I am you. You and me? No, I am you. You don't belong here. And uh, Sam is like, yeah, you're one to talk. You're in my friend's head. The kid says, like, this is self-defense. He came after me. He wanted to hurt me. And Sam's like, well, maybe because you're a killer. And I'm like, all right, Sam. You yeah, certainly also you. kill people. Yeah, right? And this guy says, you should be nicer to me. In here, you're an insect. I'm a god. And then we go to Bobby's wife banging on the door into the kitchen, into the living room. And Dean is like, all of this, it's a nightmare. And Bobby is just, like, in his own head. He's like, I killed her. And Dean says, like, Bobby, this is your dream, and you can wake up. And Bobby says, like, leave me alone. Let her kill me. And Dean, like, pulls him inside. Snap out of it! Yeah, he's like, look at me, look at me! You gotta snap out of this! And then there's, like, this weird, like, I don't know, it's like... Like, like the dialogue, like, like, like half replays. Yeah. yeah. A couple times. It's like, I'm not gonna let you die. I'm not gonna let you die. Because you're, like, a father to me. You gotta believe me, please. And Bobby says, he's like, I'm dreaming? And Dean says, take control. And Bobby clenches his jaw. And the banging and the screaming stop. Dean opens the door, and she's gone. But those apples are still there. (laughs) And Bobby's like, I don't believe it. And Dean's like, believe it. Which is actually really funny, because that's, like, not from Naruto. But (laughs) um, in, like, the first season of Naruto, he's like, I'm going to be Hokage. Believe it. (laughs) So he's like, believe it. And Dean's like, now would you please wake up? The guy with the bat says, 
sweet dreams. He swings the bat, and Bobby wakes up, and the boys wake up. Everybody's breathing very hard and, <laughs> and very sweaty. Yes. So in the hospital, Dean and Bobby are going through Bobby's research, looking at like pictures of plants and stuff. <laughs> Dean asks Bobby, like, start like kind of like quietly, like, so. All that stuff that <laughs> happened with your wife. Yeah, that uh, <laughs> that uh, that stuff happened. And Bobby kind of quietly, like, and slowly says, like, well, everybody got into hunting somehow. And this is true. Yeah. Ooh. I mean, being a hunter is caused that's, by tragedy. That's what I've been saying this whole time. Yeah. As no one gets into the hunter lifestyle for funsies. <laughs> just for funsies. You know, just, just for, for goose to laughs. Yeah. Just for a funny, silly good time. <laughs> Dean's like, I'm sorry. And Bobby's like, don't be. You saved me. Thank you for that. Sam enters. Enter Sam. No, you gotta <laughs> do that every that. time. I just love the idea of, like, a stage play. Like, enter, enter Sam. Sam. <laughs> <laughs> the, like, um, stage uh, manager in the, the back. Like, and the show will, the show will begin in, in, in five, five minutes. minutes. The show will begin. Please take your seats. <laughs> in three minutes. The show will begin in five, five minutes. minutes. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, will you please take your seats? The curtain will rise in one... What the fuck is going on? <laughs> the lights are going on and off. <laughs> People are standing up and sitting down. <laughs> did, did you... Were you with the family? Yeah, yeah, yeah real... we saw... It was so uh, much fun. Off and Cape Cod. It was really fun. It was surprising. Only... It was one of those things where you're like... It's like, mom's like... I signed us up to go see it. And I'm like, this could be really good or really bad. Yeah, it could be. There's no one middle slider in community theater. <laughs> no yeah. middle sliders in community theater. No, it's no really middle sliders. Really bad. <laughs> and it was, it was the top slider. It yeah, was, it was really good. And uh, they had I've, British accents the whole time too. Yeah. I've, uh, I've only seen the movie. I've not seen the, the live stage noises off. Yeah. It was movie good. You know, yeah. it was that top quality. Yeah. Have you seen the movie? Yes. The the guy. So there's like there's the director, and then there's like two backstage people. Yes. There's the guy. He's the guy in the commercial for Peter Pan peanut butter. Is he on, really on, on the one on that one home <laughs> homemade <laughs> yeah. movie home uh, recording home recording of, of Peter Pan, Peter Pan. A, a stage production of Peter Pan. Yeah. The, the, that that bread bed. Yes, the bread the bread bed looked so comfy, and just so, I just want to like go so in. It looked so comfy, but also tasty. <laughs> yes, and I don't like peanut butter, but the but the commercial <laughs> yeah. was great. Yeah, and I don't like Peter Pan peanut butter. No, but fun. I like peanut butter. But I knew, and like I was just watching this commercial, I'm like, wow, I want some Peter Pan peanut butter but, now. And, and then like, and he's like, he's like, you know, I want, you know, wake up in the middle of the night in my bread bed. Yeah. <laughs> And get out to make a midnight snack with Peter Pan peanut butter. Did you know it doesn't have any cholesterol? Did you know it's three in the morning? And then he wasn't he in like silk pajamas? Yeah, like, yeah. It's very or like and, baby and blue. The, and the bread bed is in the middle of a completely empty space. It's not up against a wall. It's just, just like, a liminal just, space. It's just there. There's like there is like a wall with like a doorway, an open doorway with like kind of like mood the lightings. <laughs> yeah, but it's but like the bed is not up against any wall. Yeah, it's just it's just floating in space in the middle of the room. And it's, and it's a, a two white bread slices. As a bed. As a bed. And then you like the like the blanket has is like peanut butter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That looks really comfy. Yeah. It looked really comfortable. Yeah. And also, and also kinda tasty. and also kinda tasty. <laughs> and he was like like and it was like the sheets were all like perfectly crisp and then he like folded oh. himself back into the bed. 
We can't do that now. We'd have to make it a gluten-free peanut butter bread. That'd be so sad. <laughs> I mean, if do, it was good do you bread. Want bread. Do you want the bed to just fall apart into beach sand? <laughs> if it just crumbles. <laughs> it just falls apart and disintegrates like like that uh, old disintegrating foam. Yeah. Oh, kinetic sand? That no, too. no, I mean, like, 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 like a, like a, like an old memory foam mattress that is so old um, and disintegrating. And it just kind of crumbles in That your, would in be your the gluten free bread bed. <laughs> <laughs> Why do we have to live like this? <laughs> because our lives are hard. Because <laughs> we're cursed. <laughs> so, Sam enters. He says that the stoner boy wasn't in his dorm room, uh, which means that his, by his guess he's long gone. And Bobby says that he isn't much of a stoner. Uh, which is like, hey now. He goes, he's got a, he's got a, uh, he's a genius. <gasps> I'm like, Every genius I know is a stoner. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, Jeremy Frost, full on genius, 160 IQ. Considering his dad took a baseball bat to his head when he was little. I'm like, whoa. Ah. When we met him earlier, he said he had a head injury as a kid. I mean, yeah. Yeah. That's a little. It's a little different. Yeah. A little, uh, a little white lie, but you know. Yeah. That's his personal business. <laughs> right. So Bobby hands Sam a picture of Jeremy's dad and his uh, his ID. And he says, here's father of the year. <laughs> Sam's like, yeah, looks like a real sweetheart. Bobby says that the injury gave him that uh, Charcot-Wilbrand syndrome. Hasn't had a dream since. Here's the thing. Is that actually a thing? Yes. Okay. Okay. Because I know that, like, sometimes people say that they don't dream. No, it, it this is, it's not, it's not. It's not like that. I don't have dreams. No, it's, it's like it's, you do. You just don't it's remember It's them. not just not dreaming. Is it just not reaching REM sleep? Or no, you do reach REM sleep. Okay. So like what he says about like later about like not getting real rest isn't really how it works. Okay. Right. It's the inability to like like coming from like trauma of some kind or illness or something. The inability to conjure mental images. Oh, okay. Like visual imagery. Yeah. Oh, okay, I know that one. Yeah, that's, like, people that, like, normally people see, like, they can, someone can say, like, picture an apple, and then you, like, think of an apple in your head. It's it's not just not being able to do that, though. It's, like, it interferes with how you remember things. Because, mm. um, like, yeah. like, 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 so, like, the people who, like, can't, like, actually picture, like, a hyper-realistic apple remember it in other ways. Yeah. It, it, it this affects memory. Dean says, like, so, to, like, the African dream route, uh, that, like, this, this kid hasn't been able to dream since then. Or, like, uh, but now now he can't. He's like, but how did you know your worst nightmare, Bobby? And he's like, well, he was in my skull. God knows what he saw in there. And Sam's like, well, how? Like, isn't he supposed to have your DNA? And Bobby says, before I knew it was him, he offered me a beer. Dumbest thing. And Dean's like, I mean, uh, not that dumb. It's not, it's not like, it's not like dumb. It's not like that dumb. And Sam's like, you did it. I was thirsty. <laughs> Sam's like, great. Uh, now he can come after either of you. And Dean's like, well, we just have to find him first then. Bobby says to work fast and coffee up. Just don't fall asleep. So we have a minor time skip. Two days later, we are driving in the Impala at night. Dean is driving. <laughs> um, he is very agitated. Yeah. And Sam is looking at him like, okay, bud. Like, hey. So you sure you don't want me to drive? You seem a little caffeinated. He's like, I'm fine. (laughs) Dean's phone rings and he digs it out of his pocket with these like sharp, jerky motions. Pull over, pull over, pull over. Yep, yep, yep. Get off the road. 
Nope. He answers the phone, and his, his uh, whole, this whole conversation, he is shouting. <laughs> it's Bobby. He's like, tell me I got something. And Bobby's like, so the strip club was a bust? That was our last lead. He's like, what the hell, Bobby? He's like, don't yell at me, boy. <laughs> I'll work my ass off here. He's like, so- sorry, sorry, I'm tired. And Bobby says, who ain't? Um, Dean asks if Bella got anything, and... She's in the background. With, um, like, tarot cards? Do, doing something with a card set up. She's card, just like card spirit reading. talking. Yeah. She's playing... What's that card game you can play by yourself? Solitaire. Solitaire. Yeah, she's playing Solitaire <laughs> in the background. Sorry, sometimes the spirits are in a chatty mood, other times not. And Bobby's like, yeah, she's got nothing. <laughs> Dean gets mad and hangs up. But when when Dean hangs up on a Bobby's eye roll, she's yep, like, yep. oh my okay, god, that, my that, that, like, that boy is so dramatic. <laughs> The boy and is a drama queen. He looks over at Bella and he's like, so, like, why are you helping us? She's like, Flagstaff? Don't you remember? Bobby. He's like, oh, yeah. All right. Flagstaff. Like, that doesn't help at all. <laughs> yeah, you did not clear anything up there. We see Dean pulls the Impala over onto a wooded side road and decides he is going to take a nap. <laughs> Sounds like... Dean, no. He's like, well, I'm, I'm done chasing him. He can come to me. <laughs> also, I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, so Jeremy can come after you that way. And Dean's like, that's the idea. Sam's like, on his own turf where he's a god. Dean's like, I can handle it. <laughs> and Sam decides he's not going to let Dean do it alone. So he yanks out some of Dean's hair. He's like, I'm coming with you. And Dean's like, no. And <laughs> Sam's like, why not? Then it'll be two versus one. And uh, Dean's like, I don't want you to be in my head. Mm-hmm. And Sam's like, too bad. <laughs> It's like, ah, well, well, okay. okay. Sooner or later, you're going to see something. So at this point, does Sam just eat the hair? I, guess I so. think he needs the dream root. So, but they're, they're just in the car and they don't brew the tea. Yeah. I know. Where's the do, tea? Where's the tea? And do they just, do they just rely on the tea that they already drank? That was two days ago. That was two days ago. It's not in their system anymore. Maybe they have some extra tea or something. But like, how does he go into his head Without it, he d- he can't. He can't. Without it. He without needs to drink the tea. So I think the idea is he's supposed to be making the tea. Yeah, but I'm not sure how he's doing that. In the Maybe car. they have a little Keurig or something. D- I'm not sure Keurigs existed at this point. Exist. It was yeah. you, you know what happened he before Keurigs. The, he invented the Keurig. Do you know what they had before Keurigs? Uh, pot and kettle. <laughs> I mean, yeah, a but also or a coffee pot, coffee maker, Mister Coffee. <laughs> they had a Mister Coffee, but not in the car. No, you could. They brought the uh, like a hot pot, you know, like one of those. They've just got a hot plate in their car with a for a, a kettle to make tea on the go. <laughs> I think that's them. I think that's their brand is to make tea on the go. They, it's not clear here, um, and I'm like clear. Yeah, and he just takes the hair and is and like, he, "I'm going in." And he's like, "How are you doing that, bud?" Eats it. Eats I the guess. hair. He regurgitates the tea from two from days earlier, earlier, and then just like two days ago, he's he's the hair with it. That's how that works. All right, because we see. Sam wakes up in the Impala in the woods, and Dean is still asleep. He smacks him, and Dean wakes up, and Dean's like, what are we still doing here? And uh, Sam's like, I don't know, but here's a noise. He's like, there's someone out there. So the boys get out of the car, and Dream a Little Dream of Me starts playing. Dean turns, and Lisa is there on a blanket with a picnic basket. She's wearing a sundress. She's like, hey, you gonna sit down? It's all, like, lit up, like... Uh, unnaturally, like, stage lights in the middle of the woods. Mm -hmm. Um, She goes, we only have an hour before we have to pick up Ben from baseball. (laughs) And she's holding wine glasses and holds one out to Dean. 
I'm like, so they're going to you drive? Dr- you're drinking a whole glass of wine for in an hour before you have to go get your son from baseball, and you're going to drive to pick him up from baseball? Maybe. 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 You know what? <laughs> is that what couples do? Apparently. And Dean is looking at this scene, and it's very sad. Yeah. And Sam is watching Dean, and Dean says, uh, I've never had this dream before. And Sam is still looking at him, and he goes, stop looking at me like that. And Sam is just kind of like, sorry. Mm. Like, I know this is sad. Yeah, this is very sad. And Lisa says, but it's sad. It's sad. It's really, really sad. <laughs> Lisa tells Dean that she loves him. Oh. And Dean looks heartbroken. And then, then Dream Lisa visits, and the music stops. And she goes disappears. Away. Dean's like, where'd she go? Sam spots Jeremy in the woods, and the boys take off after him, just into the woods. They get separated almost immediately. <laughs> yeah. They should he- be holding hands. No, they... <laughs> Funny sister, man. <laughs> We're brothers holding hands, running through the woods. <laughs> Is that from something? No, I'm just... <laughs> He's running through the woods, woods one moment, and then he is in a hallway, and the wallpaper is forested wallpaper. It shifts from actual woods to now it's a two-dimensional picture in wallpaper on this hallway. It and looks like they just kind of, like, had a projector, almost. Yeah, it was, it was a kind yeah. of a cool, weird effect. Yeah. And Dean stops running. And he turns, turns around, and it's this hallway of mo- of a motel wallpaper to look like a forest, and he's like, it's like, well, fuck. Um, hmm. Okay. Sam stops running, or he's running, and he stops, and he's like, Dean! Like, okay, mm. Sam is still in some kind of wood area running around. And Dean walks to a door at the end of the hall, and it opens in front of him slowly. There's a clicking noise coming from it. Mm-hmm. Dean goes in and sees a man sitting at a desk, clicking the lamp on the desk on and off. It's the room, it's the motel room mm-hmm. that they were, that was Bobby's motel room. Yeah. But the filter is different. Yeah. There is a light on the table between the beds that's red, but, like, the whole thing is, sh- like, the whole scene is shifted more blue, and the man at the desk is clicking the desk lamp on and off. Dean's looking at this this man sitting at the desk and calls out, like, Jeremy? Like, <laughs> like knowing it's not him. No. You think, like, he, I mean, he's like, this could be the only person it is, right? And But it's like, that doesn't really look like Jeremy. It doesn't. And then the man turns and stands up, and it's Dean. So our second Dean, who stands up, says, hey, Dean. And Dean says, like, well, aren't you handsome? <laughs> and Dream Dean is like, we need to talk. And our Dean, real Dean, is like, I get it. Uh, I'm my own worst nightmare. <laughs> and they, they start to circle each other. Yeah. And for a second, like, unless you're really, like... I mean, I was, like, paying attention, but, like, if you weren't for a second, like, you could forget who is who. Yeah. Like, the way that they're both kind of talking. I'm the real but... Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> no, I'm Buzz Lightyear. I am Buzz Lightyear. I'm Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> I was thinking, um, Gundren Rockseeker. Is that his name? <laughs> <laughs> all Magic all Brian. Like, yeah, I am the real, real Gundren, Gundren Rockseeker. Rock <laughs> <laughs> How do we tell them apart? <laughs> Oh, he's, that's a trick he played, naughty boy. <laughs> he tri- played that trick on you. I'm the real one. <laughs> I haven't seen that video in such a long time. 
<laughs> and then when he like magic missiles him from b- above. <laughs> he's just like, oh, oh I'm dying. Oh, I'm ended on Brian. <laughs> Brian Brian and Magic Brian. Oh, Brian. Our second dean, uh, Jane Dean, says, like, you know, like, joke, but you can't lie to me. I know the truth. I know how dead you are inside, how worthless you feel, how you look in the mirror and hate what you see. And Dean, our our dean is, like, not buying it. He's like, this is a dream. It's not real. You can't get me. (laughs) He's like, you know, and and because I know it's a dream, I can just wake up. And he snaps his fingers. It does it. Yeah, all you, all you gotta do is snap, and you go bye bye. So, and he snaps a few times. It's like 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 a, like a lighter that's not working. He looks at it as his hand, like uh, snapping, and he's like, he's snap, like, snap, um, snap, 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 snap. It's not, it's not working. Our dream dean says that he's not going anywhere, and neither are you. The door shuts and locks. He goes, like I said, we need to talk, and holds up a shotgun. Sam wakes up. He's back in the Impala um, with Dean sleeping beside him. And he, like, tries to wake him, but then the camera swings around, and it's not Dean. It's Jeremy, who turns around, and I think he's got the baseball bat again. Yeah. And, like, slams it into Sam's stomach. Sam tumbles out of the Impala, and Jeremy comes around the side of the car with Sam on the ground. Jeremy's like, you don't know when to leave well enough alone. Sam's like, you're a psycho. Uh, Jeremy's like, you're wrong. Sam's like, yeah, tell that to Dr. Greg. Uh, Jeremy says that Dr. Greg got him hooked on the dream root and then took it away. Wouldn't let him have it. And Sam's like, so you killed him? Uh, Jeremy's like, well, I can dream again. You know what that's like? He's like, to not have dreams? He's like, you never really rest. It's like being awake for 15 years. And it seems like, you know, let me guess, it makes you go crazy. Jeremy says he just wants to be left alone. He just wants to dream. And Sam says that he can't let him do that. Uh, and Jeremy says, wrong answer. And Sam is forced down to the ground on his back, stuck there. And then Sam looks over at his hands, and he's tied to metal stakes in the ground at his hands and feet. Then Jeremy talks about how this dream root, the more he uses it, the stronger he gets in the dream world. And he's like, you and your brother are not waking up this time. It's like, I'm not, I'm not going to let you. Back with Dean. Dream Dean is giving him a lecture as they are continuing to circle each other. Dream Dean is saying, he's like, I mean, you're going to hell and you won't lift a finger to stop it. Talk about low self-esteem. Because then like, again, not a life worth saving. And Dean is like trying, he's talking to himself as uh, Dream Dean is like monologuing and he's like, come on. He's like, wake up, Dean, come on. And then Dream Dean is like, well, you've got nothing outside of Sam. You are nothing. Just mindless, obedient, like an attack dog. And he's like, that's not true. Mm-hmm. Like, like, come on. And Dream Dean's like, oh, no. What are the things you want? What are the things you dream? It's like, I mean, your dad's car? Like, your favorite leather jacket? It's dad's. Your music? Dad's. Do you have an original thought? No. It's like, no. It's, watch out for Sammy. Look out for your little brother, boy. It's like, you can still hear John's voice in your head, can't you? And it's like, I'm, I mean, I'm getting angry. Yeah. <laughs> says, all he ever did was train you boss you around but sam he doted on and sam he loved yeah then dean, dean is like yeah okay i'm getting angry now like shut up mm-hmm. it's like dad knew who you really were a good soldier and nothing else daddy's blunt little instrument your father didn't even care whether you lived or died why should you and dean pushes dream dean and he's like you son of a bitch he's like my father was an obsessed bastard and he kicks dream dean and pins him to the wall with dream dean's gun He's gotten the shotgun away. He's gotten the shotgun away from him. So he he pins him to the wall with his gun. Our dean says, like, all that protecting Sam crap, that was his crap. He's the one that couldn't protect his own family. 
and he smacks Dream Dean in the face with a gun. He says, he's the one who let mom die. He wasn't there for Sam. I always was. It wasn't fair. I didn't deserve what he put on me, and I don't deserve to go to hell. And he shoots Dream Dean. Yeah! He's overcome it! Yeah. <laughs> also, he just shot himself. Right, there's I that. Mean, but like, there is that. But also, he admitted it wasn't his yeah. fault! Yeah, progress. Back with Sam. Sam's not having a great time. No. Jeremy is hitting Sam in the side with a bat. And uh, kicking him. And kicking him, yeah. And then we see Dream Dean sits up and his eyes go black. <sighs> there, there, There is a pause yeah. where, where, where Real Dean is standing there over Dream Dean, who's like propped up on the desk. And, and then like, Dream Dean suddenly sits up. He's like, you can't escape me, dude. You're gonna die. <laughs> and this... It's like you're gonna like become. This is the way he's like, yeah, and this, this is what you're gonna become. Yeah, very scary. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, demon black eyes, blood splattered, kind of feral and evil. (laughs) And then um, we are back with Jeremy and Sam. Jeremy says he can't. That Sam can't stop him. There's nothing that he in here that he can't do. And Sam's like, oh, because of the dream route. Well, I took some too. I'm like, when? When did you do when that? When did you do that? <laughs> Sam, when did you do that? Uh, and Jeremy's dad appears and starts yelling at him. Uh, that's like, uh, and a little harsh, you know? Well, I don't know. He's beating He's Sam beating to death with a baseball bat. I know. He's like, I, this is what I can pull at you. This is what I can push. Like, it's a. I know, but his dad. Oh, yeah. Him with a baseball bat. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's a fucked up situation, but Sam has got to look out for him right now. He can't worry about Jeremy's mental health. Other options. Summoning summoning a T-Rex to eat him. Yeah. Also would have ended poorly for Jeremy. (laughs) Yeah, that could have been... You think it, you think summoning a T Rex to to eat Jeremy was is better than having his dad yell at him for like two seconds? <laughs> yeah, because I don't know. I think it would have been better than having to relive like the gentler. Uh, He's not thinking about being gentle right now. Sam is Sam is being cruel, but Sam's he needs to being, be. Sam's being cruel, but that's like another level of cruelty, you know. Being like, haha, in his last minute of death, I'm gonna have him relive those moments of trauma that he had as a kid, you know? Yeah, but at this point, instead of he's not think he's not like, well, what would what would a better person do? You know? <laughs> yeah, no, he doesn't do that anymore. And he's like, oh, I bet I know what I what, I bet I know what will get him. What to his stop. worst nightmare is. Yeah, he's, yeah. Like, he's making us live our worst nightmares. I'm gonna summon his. Yeah, that was well. That's what the writers are doing. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes, that's what's in the episode. That's what happens. As, as, as written. And Jeremy's like, Dad, and Jeremy's dad is like, "You answer me when I'm talking to you, boy." And Sam has gotten up at this point and hits Jeremy with that. How do you get out of the? He magic the way of his mind. He magic he's, it he's, away. He's got the dream power okay. now. How? Why did you do that earlier? Because it took, didn't him, realize it, it took him a minute to figure it out. <laughs> oh. And Jeremy, we see his eyes open where he's like actually sleeping, and it's like in a on a cot. Yeah, yeah, in where, like a where, in like a warehouse or something. Warehouse. Yeah, wherever Jeremy in real life is hiding. Yeah, he like reacts in his sleep, and Sam hits him again, and we see Jeremy die, and Dream mm-hmm. Dean disappears, and Sam and Dean wake up in the Impala. Yeah, he just killed another guy. I mean, yeah, he was. Mm-hmm. Yep. And this this wasn't a supernatural monster. No, this was a person. This was a human person. Back at the motel, Bobby and Sam have a little walk and talk. A hot dog. Bobby's checking in 
with Sam. And he's like, so like this dream power stuff, like how does that work? Sam's like, I don't know. I just thought about it real hard. And Barry's like, so does this have anything to do with your mind power? Psychic powers. And Sam's like, no. I mean, I I, I don't think so. (laughs) Like not like on purpose. (laughs) Yeah, no, I I didn't fucking do it on purpose, Bobby. And Bobby's like, Good. Good. Okay. Keep it that way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bobby and Sam come into the motel room, and Dean is just getting off the phone, and he's like, hey, where's Bella? <laughs> yeah, she's not in her room. She's not answering her phone. Sam is like, well, she must have taken off. And Dean's like, that's weird. And Bobby's like, not as weird as why she helped us. Dean's like, I thought you saved her life. <laughs> and Twilight's like, what? What? <laughs> Dean's like, Blackstaff. Bobby's like, Blackstaff was an amulet. I gave her a good deal is all. Sam's like, then why? <laughs> and Bobby's like, you boys better check your pockets. And they, they do. They, they do. They stick their hands in their pockets. And, and he's like, like, not literally. Check under every rock. Not literally. <laughs> <laughs> Dean, slow realization, slow turn to look at the safe. And the no, no, no. The pizza. <laughs> Opens the safe, no cult. And Bobby's like, damn it, boys. Oh, the, you can't you trust morons. You, you morons. You nincapoops. <laughs> Dean's like, pack, we're hunting her down. Outside the motel, the boys are packing the car and um, talking about the dream. Sam says he was, he was kept separated, so he didn't, like, see anything. Um, he was fighting Jeremy the whole time. And he's like, yeah, what, what about you? And Dean's like, nothing. I spent the whole thing looking for you. Yup. Get in and, the car. And, Sam, and Sam's like, that's plausible. <laughs> Inside the car, Dean admits with great difficulty that he doesn't actually want to die and that he doesn't want to go to hell. And Sam is like, okay, like you've admitted that. Yeah, great. Uh, we will find a way to save you. And, and Dean goes, he's like, okay, good. Yeah, with <laughs> relief. Okay, good. And, and we just hear Dream Dean. You can't escape me, Dean. You're gonna die! And this, this is what you're gonna become! And we see, it's the same shot of our Deans being smug and snapping his fingers to try to end the dream. And that's what ends the episode. But this, the Dean we see who does this, it's the same footage, his eyes are demon black. Yeah. And he's smug. And he snaps snaps his fingers to end the episode. So what do we think... It was good. Mm-hmm. I liked this one. Um, I think, like, the mostly because, like, we get such a great scene with Jensen. Yeah. Uh, this is a famous Jensen acting scene. Yeah. Um, acting alone off himself. Yeah. And, again, we are given Dean's inner conflict by a monster, yeah. basically. Because Dean's never going to give that to us himself. <laughs> Yep. It's only it's only ever under great duress and it's usually by a monster. <laughs> that then it ha- and it has to tell him what's happening yes. in, in his inner psyche. Um He's like, No, no it's not. It's like But you know I'm right. You know I'm right. Uh you have poor self esteem <laughs> <laughs> and you need to work on that. <laughs> Let's examine that. Uh Let's you think you're worthless you for a second. <laughs> um you 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 think you know, you're nothing but a weapon that you were built by John, and the, and you don't think your life has any meaning. What are you gonna do about that? <laughs> <laughs> it's also coming from you. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Dean telling himself this fantastic acting scene there um, for Jensen. Sam mostly 
wandering around again. Yeah. yeah, wandering around and then just, like, getting hurt. Getting hurt and reacting. Yeah. Providing the, and what then, for the villain's monologue. Yeah. yeah. Which, again, like, we, I know we haven't really thought about it in a while, but, like, he's not the main character. Mm. What's going on? We, uh, and this season, we're, be- we're being told over and over again. You're Dean's the like, boy king. Yes, I was leading an army. And, <laughs> and Dean's gonna die, and then you're gonna be all alone. So you gotta be prepared. But also, this whole season's been about Dean. Yeah. And, uh, yep. The whole show so far has really been about Dean. Um, about either about Dean be- being there supporting you and like, sure, you're the main character, but Dean is like, we're focusing on Dean. Focus on Dean. Focus on Dean. Focus on Maggie. Focus on Maggie. Focus on Bob. Focus on Bob. I'm gonna go focus on your eggs, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so, like, focusing on Dean instead of Sam as the main character, but we're like, yeah, we're providing backstory and support from our secondary character. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, but by doing so, you focused on him so much that he's become the main character. Yep. So this episode aired February 7th, which I believe the the writer's strike was ending soon. The, the, and the, this was one of the one of the 12 episodes that had been pre-written. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So at this point, when they were writing the episodes, they still think that they've got... Mm-hmm. A full, like, 22? Or... Yeah. So another 12 episodes to work out what the plot of this season is supposed to be. Yeah. And also how they're going to write themselves out and save Dean. Because they have they don't have a plan. At, like, Sam and Dean don't have a plan. No. And they've now been told that Ruby can't help them. Yeah. Yeah, what are they going to do? Our one plan was, aha, we've got a demon on our side. Who can fix this somehow? No, right? She's like, she oh, no, I just the told cult. you that. She's like, I just told you guys that so that you, like... So you talk, talk to me? me. And, I mean, Sam was, as he was saying, he suspects that she can't help, but she's told Dean that she can't help, that there is no way to save Dean. Mm-hmm. But if they want to do another season or two, like, they, yeah. <laughs> they've so, got to save Dean somehow. And they're like, well, well how is and, that and when they were, And then when they were writing the very beginning of the season, they expected that they would be getting renewed. Yeah. Now, with this pre-written material, they're like, hmm, this might be it. So it might be these 12 episodes. That might be all we have. So these next two episodes, episodes 11 and 12, that might be it. Uh, they were talking about maybe switching 11 and 12 and, and ending on episode 11. Oh, and then somewhere down the road doing, like, a movie tie-in. Right. And th- But then, like, that would be the end of Supernatural. Because there were a lot of shows did not survive the writer's strike. So at this point, they're like, this might be it. This might be it. And we have not written ourselves out yet. And we don't know if we're going to get to. Hmm. Um, so we have two more episodes of pre-written material. And then four episodes to wrap it up. <laughs> yeah. They gotta land this. They gotta land this plane somehow. Yeah. They got, <laughs> they're running to the end. Running to the like, end. But we see we gotta, the finish line. We gotta, but it got a lot closer threads. than we. we I know. <laughs> yeah, like, ooh, our stride is really off. <laughs> oh boy, someone lost a leg. Here. Uh, what are we doing? We gotta hop. <laughs> um, yeah, that's kind of the situation we're in right now. Yeah, and we haven't said anything about Sam's powers. Yeah, no. Until right now. They just met, Bobby just mentioned it, and Sam's like, nah, They've mentioned so. it a couple times as like, so you have those powers? And he's like, not, not anymore. Not anymore. Not since the demon died. And he's yeah. like, but you haven't been practicing either. I remember the very beginning of the season, um, Ruby provided him, like, information, uh, like, like about his mom's connection to yeah. the demon. Where did that go? 
that's going season six. I'm pretty sure. Wow, <laughs> I don't think I don't <laughs> forgot think about that. I don't. They're like we got to the we got to this were, point, they and they're were, like they were going to do that this season. We I was planned gonna do the on second that half of the season, and yet we have no time. Like what? What's more important here? What's the priority? We got to save yeah. Dean. But yeah, I think okay. But like, yeah, no, this episode I thought was pretty good. Um, one scene, the weird sex dream. Yeah. <laughs> what did, did you like that? I liked that he asked for consent. I liked that part specifically and was surprised they did that. Yeah. And it wasn't like, look at Sam being awkward. He has to ask for this, like, no. in the, in no, the moment. Yeah. It's he not just, like, it uh, are you no, sure? No, no, it felt, it was, na- it felt yeah, natural. Yeah, natural. Um, that we had a weird sex dream with Sam and Bella. Bella. I was like, what is happening? Like, and why? We haven't seen anything tonally, like, between them at all. If anyone, I thought it would have been Dean. Yeah, she she was introduced as a character to sort of parallel Ruby. Mm -hmm. Right. So, like, Ruby Ruby and and Sam Sam have some, like, some some weird tension. Bella and Dean have some weird tension. Because especially Bella was, like, like, after the, um... Yeah, she's like, we should totally We should have angry sex later or something. Yeah, it's, it's that energy, and, like, it was supposed to be that kind of parallel. Th- th- there was nothing to suggest any any chemistry whatsoever between them. No. It was, it was jarring of, and it was, weird. It was jarring and weird. And I looked up. It was like, why did they do that? <laughs> and the only explanation was... There wasn't a sex scene in this season yet? No. It, the only explanation was tied to Dean's, Dean's dream later. Okay. But it was... But they sort of... It was like... So it's sort of like reverse engineered. So... Originally, they they had some production problems with this script. Originally, Dean's dream was supposed to be much more eighties horror movie. Oh, okay. And I think I think it was Jason. I think they were trying to get the rights to have like Jason appear okay. in oh, okay. in Dean's dream and chase them around a little bit. <laughs> but like days before they were set to film, the people they ha- they had tried to get like they thought they had the rights from were like, oh, actually, we don't have the rights. Uh, great. We can't, we, we were like, we'd be happy to let you do it, but like, we don't actually have the rights. And they're like, we film in like three days. Whew, how so, are we going to write ourselves out of that? Without writers. So, yeah. So they last minute wrote the part in with Lisa. Okay. To parallel Sam's Dean, Sam's dream. Yeah. Sam's dream was in the original script. The explanation for that being, well, Sam's like, like from Kripke. Kripke was like, well, Sam's got this exterior of being like, kind of like a, like a soft kind of, you know, you know, soft kind of nice guy inside. He's just a horn dog. And this, and this dream is, it shows you supposed that. supposed to do that. And Great. Like, no. Also, no. Also, no. That's not how that works. You can't just make that decision and like, like, well, yeah, but this is what he's like, actually like. No. You have not written him that way in any way. Kripke, you don't understand your characters sometimes. <laughs> yeah, don't understand people, but also don't understand your characters that you've written and, like, how they're written. Like, how to write. Like, <laughs> how to continue like, writing them. Like, I think we see in this episode, um, I think we'll, we'll, we'll continue to see as this goes on, Sam, while he's, like, he pays lip service to, like, the sanctity of life and stuff. Yeah. There is... They, they darkness in Sam mm-hmm. that has more more potential for darkness yeah. than Dean. Yeah. I don't think that has anything to do with horny. No. Yeah. And no. then like the the boner joke. Like like I like yeah, I, I no, just just 
I mean, just the whole scene. It's natural, but I mean, oh, but yeah, no, no, but, but like, like, the, like the, the whole to include that and to be like, we wrote it specifically to include it this way. And you're like, the but whole, we don't need that. Like that whole scene could have just been adjusted without the dream. Yeah, I, like I would have been maybe more interested to see more of the lab assistant, maybe. Yeah. Have her play a, a more involved role in the episode. Or, like, pulled, like, a bait and switch. Like, make us think that it's her and it's actually the stoner kid. Like, a little bit more involved plot, maybe. Yeah. Which which could have been done with a scene of that length. Because it was also very... They were like, we don't even know who it could be. He had so many test subjects. And it's like, oh, well, it's the guy you talked to. We, <laughs> we've met exactly one of them. And, ah, it happens to be him. Right. Like, it was... It was very it, convenient. It was... Yeah. They, they could they could have pulled pulled a, like a bait and switch yeah. they would have made it a little bit more involved plot a little bit more interesting and not changed an awful lot yeah they could and they could have had the lab assistants have a little bit more of an involved role if we had to do a sam dream well he could was sam hadn't gotten his dna thing though so Right, but if, like if we if we're saying like, well, we have to parallel a Sam dream with Dean's dream, yeah, like Dean's dream of a happy life, right? What is Sam's version of that? Or parallel it with Sam's fear of going dark, yeah, or Sam's you know, Sam dreaming about you know fear of Dean's loss or any other number of things. We did not have to parallel it with. A, a Bella, weird out of the a blue. weird sex dream with Bella that has zero chemistry prior. Yeah, and is just weird after. I pa- I had to pause it because I was so surprised and just left like with my jaw dropped, and I was like, I I need a moment. Like I was just like. Like watching it, like what's happening? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. I was watching like, it. What is going hey, on? What's going on here? After, yeah, no, I paused it after the whole scene happened, and I was like, I need a moment. I need a break. Uh, this is confusing. This is too much. This is just a little weird. Just a little weird. I kind of liked Jeremy. I didn't. We didn't get. An awful we didn't get a lot, lot from him though. I had mixed feelings about the whole like he's a stoner thing, and then like, yeah. oh, but he's actually a genius. I'm like. That like, sucks. Like to, to yeah, to, like put the op- to the, the two opposite each other. Yeah, like aha, the the secret thing is that he's a genius because he actually pretends to be a stoner. It's like like no, really, no. All and the geniuses every, that I know, every like, genius I know, also is is a, is a stoner. <laughs> so that was like, mm, like yeah, not not cool about that. But I wish that we had gotten a little bit more from him. I think yeah, culture around. Um, Around marijuana was was a little bit different in you know 2007 early 2008. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I feel like they they presented him as like could be could be interesting because then the whole dad thing and like the like trauma when he was little, but then they just kind of like went right yeah. past it. They missed out on some depth in this episode. I yes, it felt like a little bit more surface level. Mm-hmm. And the thing that made the episode was uh, Jensen's scene yeah. with himself. Yeah, sure. Also, Bobby. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. In the beginning, too, when he was like in yeah. his dream, but not yeah, realizing Bo- Bobby's, it. Bobby's dream, getting like, some Bobby backstory. Yeah, that, that was that was, that was cool. sad. <laughs> uh, Very sad. But you know, as I've been saying this whole time, um, you get into hunting with tragedy. Yeah. Uh, when we would just, this is the specific tragedy. His dead wife. I liked the set like the way that they did it with like the 
really low saturation inside and then walk outside and there's like mm-hmm. the divide of like almost like 50s yeah uh mm-hmm. house with like the clothesline and uh white picket white fence, pic- yeah white picket fence and all that. um and it's just super bright saturation yeah and almost felt you know in the umbrella um, umbrella <laughs> academy yeah that there's that feeling when i think when he's like time traveling yeah yeah. There's that sort of saturation mm-hmm. in some of the scenes. Anything else you want to say? I don't think so. All right. So then join us next time for Season 3, Episode 11, Mystery Spot. While Sam and Dean are investigating the disappearance of a man from a tourist location, Dean is shot and killed. Ten times. <laughs> <laughs> I am excited. Yes. Yeah, this one Oh my I'm excited. God. I'm excited for this episode that you two definitely haven't watched. Yet. Yeah, <laughs> time, right? But you know, what is time? Time I'm is time. You could hang on the wall and wear it on your wrist. The past is far behind us. The future doesn't exist. Don't hug me. I'm scared. Is popular with the youths. Apparently, it is. I'm a little excited yes. for the next episode. <laughs> I'm excited for you guys to see it because you definitely haven't seen it already. Uh-huh. Um, so join us next time for Season 3, Episode 11. Until then, I have been a host, Margaret. I've been host, Patricia. And I've been in the host, Bridget. And we'll see you next time. Bye! Bye! Bye. Thanks to Pixabay user The Laces Music Dude for the use of their song Brooke Music as our theme music. And special thanks to our dad, our first sponsor. Thanks, Dad. You can find us at Three Idgets Pod on most of the internet. And get in touch with us by emailing three at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.